many ways style websites so many ways so many style sheets to write post css stas stylus css modules the list is endless Welcome to Tools Day, we'll talk about them all. Welcome to Tools Day, let's kick it off. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, my friends. That was a uh, Unicraft's original, by the way, fun fact. I ran out of songs to sing for you, so I had to make them up. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh my God, it's been such a long time. <laughs> Yeah, so um, welcome back to Tools Day. If you're not familiar, it's a show about tech tools, tips, and tricks every other Tuesday at 2 o'clock. I'm one of your co-hosts, Yuna. And I'm Chris, the other co-host. Yeah, so we're actually <laughs> just uh, joining a new network called Spec FM. So maybe we should uh, kind of introduce ourselves a little bit for those of you who don't know who we are. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll kick it off then. Uh, my name is Chris Donaraj. I'm a senior UI engineer at Netflix. Um, I work on our studio software, and so um, Netflix is a gigantic studio now as well as a, a platform, and we have a whole bunch of tools we build to make movies happen, um, and I help build some of those tools. That's super cool. Um, so my name is Yuna Kravitz, and I work at Bustle Digital Group, which is the company that houses a few di uh, different digital media subsidies such as Bustle, Romper, and Elite Daily. Um, I'm currently the director of product design, so I get to work with the engineering team, um, doing a bunch of prototyping and figuring out what the future of the product is, how we can make it grow, how we can make it expand from what it already is. And it's just a really fun job that I just started with a lot of creative challenges that I'm really enjoying. Um, so me and Chris sort of met at IBM. We started this podcast when we wanted to record some of our chats, we both Worked on pattern libraries on Bluemix together. It's been a long time. And uh, it, all started, yeah, it all started from there. So today we are talking about a CSS preprocessor called Stylus. Now, I have no knowledge of Stylus. I'm going into this not being able to really um, give you any information, but Chris has been telling me for the past few weeks that he is now a Stylus fanboy. Um, may uh, okay. or may not be. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let's not say fanboy. I am a. I appreciate stylus. You were a fanboy. You I were was going on about it like three weeks ago. I think that he might have changed his mind now. That was like the latest <laughs> news from Chris. Like, oh, I'm not sure if I love it that much anymore. So we're gonna see a um, a nice overview of stylus, the preprocessor for CSS, the pros and cons. And um, it'll all be Chris's perspective. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I, I'm a person who takes tools, loves them for a short period of time, and then discards them. Um, so that's I, I used to go through editors every two or three weeks, um, and now I you know I now I've I'm, I've calmed down. I'm more stable now, and so I, just, I go through them every you know six months or so. Yeah. But um, well, VS Code oh. came out, and we kind of settled on it. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. But anyways, uh, Stylus. Um, so my team at Netflix uh, all uses Stylus. So when I when I joined, I had never seen anybody else use Stylus. It was always SAS or less. I felt or, very or maybe, hipster. 
yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it kind of was. I came here and was like, who in the world chose Stylus and why would they choose do this? Um, my experience with Stylus before this was that I would just see it on the internet and I would see this whole thing about, hey, let's omit braces and semicolons, keep things dry, and it'll, it'll be great. And whenever I saw that, I would just be like, that looks terrible. That's like the very like <laughs> Ruby-esque like, SAS, the first version of SAS. Right, the original and non-SCSS. And people didn't use it because it was such a departure from CSS just because of these simple things like semicolons. Right. And, you know, for me, I like grammar. I like being able to read my code. I know some people are like, oh, braces make it hard to read. But for me, without the curly braces, I cannot read CSS. Um, and so that my first experience with style was, which was just that, that you could not use uh, like syntax grammar. I kind of thought of it like SAS, the original SAS, where if you didn't have the semicolons or the braces, it would fail, right? It wouldn't actually compile. Um, Stylus is not like that. Stylus lets you do whatever you want, basically. So you can omit braces, you can keep them in, you can omit semicolons, you can leave them in, um, you can make your white space crazy, and it just kind of figures everything out for you, uh, which is actually really impressive that it can do all these different language things and still parse properly. Uh, but it does, it is a bit confusing to talk to people about it because there's no consistent stylus thing per se beyond the fact that you can do these things so i'm looking at the website right now which is stylus-lang.com it's spelled s-t-y-l-u-s and um it doesn't look that different from ruby-based sas yes uh that is what the first thing on the website says um if you like um Keep scrolling down the website, though. Like it first says, hey, look, you can remove all these things. And then at the very last section, it goes, but hey, it's all optional. Um, so you can keep it all and just use normal CSS syntax if you want. And I okay. really wish that was higher up on the website because that would have made my life a lot easier in the beginning. Y'all, some UI <laughs> input. <laughs> Team Stylus. Um but yeah, Stylus is really cool. It has, you know, if you go to the website, it has this list of features, which is extensive. Um, Stylus is built in no JavaScript. And so, you know, how Ru- uh, SAS was built in Ruby first, and then uh, there's LibSAS, which is C, a C port, and then there's Node SAS, or, li- or yeah, Node SAS, and now they're making Dart SAS, right? Um, All because LibSAS exists. All because LibSAS exists. Look at those lower uh, language languages. I know. Um, Salas was built in, in JavaScript from the, from the start. Um, it has a JavaScript API. It runs off a node perfectly fine. So if you ever want to do any extensions with Stylus, it all... Okay, pause. It's just Am JavaScript. I crazy? But didn't Stylus predate Node? Uh, no. It okay, did not. Okay, so it started um, after Node. All right. Okay. Yeah, in my head, that, was, <laughs> that came later, uh, but... I am yes. wrong. <laughs> um, it was created by TJ Holloway. Holloway Chuck? Holloway yeah. Chuck? I don't know how to pronounce his last Holloway name. Chuck. So sorry. Yeah. Uh, who created uh, Express and Koa as well. Um, and it's now um, maintained by Automatic, the WordPress company, as well as two other companies. Um, so it still has some corporate sponsors that are using it. Um, but yeah, it, it's built in, in JavaScript. And so if you are a person who, ever, who wanted to use like SAS, in your node application for whatever reason, um, you kind of know that there's a little bit of a pain to get around it. You have to use node SAS and sometimes things aren't quite there because it's it's kind of a wrapper or it's a, it was built after the original language. And so um, Silas's API is, is really clean. 
um, if you want to do extensions. But that's not why I like Stylus. Um, um, I mentioned this in our 2017 recap, but my favorite thing with Stylus is actually it's how it handles files. Um, and so there are a couple of different things it has, um, but the really important, so it has add import. So oftentimes with, with Stylus, I, I say it's like SAS, but TJ Holloway was like, Holloway Chuck was like, oh, wait, I want these five extra things. Okay, but I will I will say that I think the SAS team fixed this. Uh, the multiple it's imports. In, it's in their rope it's in their roadmap. I think for like SAS, the next version of SAS. Yeah. But I have no idea when the next oh, version is. Oh, it's still SAS. not fixed yet. Okay, never mind. I just know this <laughs> in the roadmap. <laughs> um yeah, so there's this thing called at require in Stylus. And so if you are a person who builds a component library, for example, which I have been for a large chunk of my time, you know that oftentimes you'll have interdependencies in your um in your SAS. So you'd say I have a mixin um file and it requires variables um and it requires some other file. Um if I were using SAS and that import, um that file is basically included multiple times. Um it's not a big deal if it's variables because those don't compile down anyways. But if it's actual CSS and you input that file more than once, um, it can kind of blow it up your end built file. Um, in Stylus, there's an at require, and it does the same thing that your node require statement does, which is it builds a dependency tree and it only brings the things in once at their appropriate level, right? And so you can say at require to file as many times as you want, but it'll only bring it in once at the appropriate spot. It's kind of like this is a really big problem that people were facing with SAS files because of that bloat. Um, and I kind of equate it to like SAS variables, how they're static variables, it always compiles down to a value. Um, that versus something like CSS variables, which is dynamic, and you come like you um, evaluate that at runtime. So you don't get like the bloat in the same way. Yeah. I, I will, um, I, I do want to note that I am searching. Um, for that import issue with SAS. And I think there's a node module called node SAS import that allows for you to uh, import SAS files like a require statement. So yes. you, so you can it, get around this, but it is newer. Yeah, so it's called node SAS import once, I believe. It's actually made, it was made by Sam Richards, who used to be at IBM with us. Um, fun fact. And it's it's basically, uh, SAS has that, has a plugin ex option, I forget what it's called. Um, formatters extensions I, I don't remember the SAS thing but in your in your SAS configuration you can say hey handles use this plugin for this thing um, and then you you have the at require kind of syntax but it's a additional build thing that is out of the box stylus yeah which is really nice yeah which is really nice um, the other thing I really like with stylus's file handling is that um, you can glob um, you can you can use globs when you write your import statements or require statements. So let's say I have a components folder with a bunch of style files, or maybe I, let's say I, I use React and I kind of componentize everything I built. And so every component folder has a JavaScript file, a CSS file, and maybe a readme file or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I only have one index, index stylus file. And I just say at require components slash star star um, slash star style, basically. And it brings in all the stylus files that are that are in my um, project with one import statement, um, and so in 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 SAS, I would do this thing routing. You know, I would have twenty different import you statements, have to list more them or less. All out. Yeah, right. It's a, it's a table of contents, but in in SAS, you just say 
put the glob in and you're and you're good to go. Nice. Um, if you're not familiar with glob patterns, glob is like that star that just means pull in everything that matches this pattern. So like Chris was saying, star star slash star dot style means like every file within a folder that has the style directory or within right. the same folder. And it doesn't have to be just asterisks. You can put regex strings in there. You can like do these patterns and say, oh, nice. I so want to bring in anything. files from this component, from this folder and that folder. And it's, it's really flexible. You probably and would so, never use regex though. When you're uh, you probably wouldn't use regex, but you may do it. Hey, I want to bring in files from two different folders mm-hmm. on the same like hierarchy tree. And so, and not a different folder. Right. And so that's kind of useful. It's kind of like if you ever did built gulp files, right. Um, yeah. Back when you were trying to build the gulp source files, you you do some glob patterns for things. So, Kind of the same concept there. Um, so that's super cool. And there are two other kind of small things that I like in Stylus. Um, it has the block level imports like SAS does. So if you have a class name, you can import below that and it'll scope everything to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has a relative URL resolver. Uh, and so it'll say, hey, uh, you said dot dot slash, but I can resolve it out to the full absolute URL for you. So you, you'll never have that, that issue where uh, you're trying to like upload a file to a static server somewhere and you've used a you know relative URL but then it just didn't work out properly and so um, that's just a nice convenience function that it has there and so it also allows for variables like directory name like dir name and you can set URLs I'm just looking at the documentation right now yeah. this isn't me like I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about but like finding this in the docs I'm pretty excited about that because it's pretty cool like that's something that SAS definitely doesn't have um, and even if you're using a few different CSS and JS systems, they don't all have this kind of capability um, just off the bat. Yeah, and so like there's there's interpolation in your import statements, right? So if you need to use a variable in an import, you can't do that in SAS right now, um, I believe. What do you um, mean? Like so, if I say I want to say I have a map of um, like a, a SAS map of directories more or less, and mm-hmm. I want to use that that directory hash or the, that that map value in an import statement for whatever reason. So I want to say loop through this thing and import all these things. I think that you um, theoretically could if you use like really convoluted like SAS functions and you go through and you pull out the string from that map and then you um, interpolate that string. You could do that. It's not clean and you probably wouldn't <laughs> want to but right. i think it's possible yeah there yeah there's some there are some funky things with sas imports basically and silas was like hey this file handling need is like to be first class yeah it's like it's like it all just works out of the bo- out of the box and that that to me honestly that alone was such a big problem i had with, with sas which is trying to figure that out in a proper scalable way where people didn't have to install different things and so that is super cool um yeah, and so now I, I have this, I have this bevy of cool things I like about Stylus. So I'm going to go through a couple of them. And uh, one thing I think you know you'll like is that um, Stylus has the ability to inline images automatically. And so if you let's say you have an image and you want to make it a, a data URI if it's below a certain uh, kilobytes size, mm-hmm. you can just say URI a loader, or it's basically a function in Stylus, and it will just convert it to a data string and what? go from there. Um, what? It's just part. It's just say part of it. What? <laughs> It just works. It's super cool. That's magic. Um, another one that you'll like is that, you know, me and you know, used to have these fights about extends and mixins back in the day. Fights. I was like, quote, <laughs> I was like why would you ever use extends? They don't work in media queries. Oh, yeah, I love extends. <laughs> and I'm like, well, just use mixins. They work everywhere. Um, and like in SAS, you can't like nest 
extends a couple of layers in, right? If you nest a selector, it doesn't extend properly. Uh, you can't you use just have to query. know how to use extends. Right. Extend uh, means duplicate a class within another one or duplicate right. a set of values. Right, but not a nested set of values. Uh, whereas install us, you say extends, extends means the exact same thing, but it works in every context possible. So you can use it in media queries. You can use it two levels deep into a, uh, a selector. You can well, use it wherever you want. I'm confused. And um, what is it actually doing? Like, how is it actually extending? Um, it, it makes sense it, to me that extends don't work in media queries. Um, if, you, if you try it out, it's kind of like, so let's say I have a class named red, right? Or a placeholder named red. Um, and it has a back, it sets a prop backer color of red, right? Um, if I use it in a media query, if I say in a media query, I say dot blue extends red, mm-hmm. um, that won't work. It won't, it won't group um, a media query. It won't say, it won't compile down to at media query blue background color red, right? Um, it does install us, but it separates it out um, if it has a media query more or less. And so um, it kind of smartly goes through and says, okay, these things should be duplicated and this thing should be its own thing because it's inside a media query. The docs um, say nothing about this. I, it's, this is kind of a problem with Silas that I, I was just kind of tooling around Dude, with. Dude, why hey, do you does, contribute to the docs? Does this work? <laughs> um, and yeah, it just, it just kind of works. And I was like, oh, okay, that's huh. cool. Um, Fun fact. And that's kind of, you heard it here first. My, <laughs> it's kind of like my, my thing with Silas that I've been, I've been like tooling around with things. Because like, can I do this? And it's like, yeah, you can do this. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, so that's been really cool. Um, we talked about interpolation re- briefly, but... SAS has interpolation as well. You have the hash, the hash bang sign, and the clear braces, and then you do everything else. And Stylus, it's it's the same thing except you drop the hash bang. And it's just clear braces. That's so just like handlebars, mm-hmm. more or less. Um, really, it's just a syntax it, thing. It's a syntax thing. So Stylus is like if you write a bunch of JavaScript, um, it's the same syntax. It's more JavaScript. JavaScript friendly. Like I yeah. get that now. Yeah, for sure. Um, like again, instead of colons, use equal signs. Right. This is yeah. So uh, this is kind of something that I like about SAS more. SAS is very CSS based, and everything that SAS does tries to mimic CSS. They don't want to introduce any additional things. That's why like the SAS community kind of disagrees with post CSS because some of the things that you can do with post CSS obfuscate what CSS is. Yep. So that if you're learning, like you don't know that that's not something you can do in vanilla CSS. Um, whereas SAS is very clear about what exists in vanilla CSS what doesn't um, I think with stylus this is like made by a JavaScript developer for JavaScript developers where you have a lot of things that like dir name like that comes straight from node like those sorts yeah. of things like <laughs> come straight from JavaScript that I'm looking at like and like you're saying the interpolation here it looks like handlebars like this this definitely looks like uh what's it called semicolonless JavaScript <laughs> JavaScript and and I that's, that's actually my biggest complaint about Stylus actually is is that because in SAS or when I'm writing CSS I drop into a CSS mindset where I'm like saying okay I use semi or I use colons here I do this this way because I'm writing CSS um, and I found that as I write Stylus I keep making the mistake of writing normal CSS which works in most places in Stylus but not in some places uh, which is the huge which is like, which is this big mind like juggle you have to do is say okay i'm writing stylus wait so it doesn't work everywhere um well as in like when i define a variable i say variable name equals the the value right not variable name uh colon uh the value and 
Um, because in, in my CSS mindset, I don't use equal signs ever, right? More or less. There's never yeah. a time I use equal signs. Um, and so when I'm writing CSS, in this case, Alice, it takes me a second to like process the fact that I have to use the equal signs, not a colon. Um, and I definitely have had like a couple times where I was writing on a mixin or something and I just use the wrong syntax. I'm, I'm writing CSS-ish syntax and it works most of the time, but there's one bit of thing that Stylus wants you to use its own syntax style with and that that trips me up. And so that's been my biggest complaint with Stylus. It's just that um, because it works most of the time, but not all the time, uh, it's hard to get in the correct mind frame that I'm building CSS. Um, and that's yeah. honestly a bigger complaint than I thought it would be because for the longest time I would be I, I was building Stylus and I'd be like, wow, I have all these cool things that Stylus is giving me. There's this really cool thing called post-fix conditionals, um, which is called which basically do the left hand of the expression if the right hand is true. Um, and it's this really nice English syntax for doing things. So it's like, hey, I want you to add padding if I have this variable in a map, more or less, right? And it's very, it, it, it reads like English. Um, and that's super cool, but it's hard for me to do that while in my CSS mindset. Um, and so that's where I'm at right now with Stylus is that there's so many cool things with Stylus, but uh, I'm a person who likes native CSS and I, I actually like writing CSS. Um, I've been doing so much stuff with CSS Grid recently and that's made me love CSS a bunch. CSS Grid is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And It'll make you love CSS if you don't love it. <laughs> use CSS Grid. Right. It's just, it's fantastic. And so when I'm doing this stuff, I, I love it and then I hate it. So um, that's been kind of a bummer. This is also me, so funny because I'm looking at <laughs> sort of the syntax of this right now and it has a couple of functions in it. And like SAS also has functions, don't get me wrong. But this one, so in the docs is like pop expression, shift expression. These are all like JavaScript terms and also it doesn't explain what pop or shift is. Yeah, or push. It's, it's- and all this exists in SAS. You also have list functions, but those are like nth, join, yeah. append, zip, index, and it explains what those things do. Um, man, I don't mean to be hating on the docs, <laughs> but like it's stylus. Like I can just tell, like reading the docs, that this is made by a JavaScript developer, and it's funny to just read. Like that mindset just comes through very prevalently. Yeah, yeah it's one of those things where, like, and they're not consistent with the docs, but sometimes they'll tell you how to do it in both the style syntax without any braces or colons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes they won't. And so sometimes I'll be like doing a, writing a mix-in or a function and I'll refer to the docs because I forget the syntax and they'll just have it in the the, the grammarless syntax where I'm writing my styles in the grammarful, the grammar syntax. And I'm like, oh, I just wish there was examples of both syntaxes every time I would write it. Um, and so... Yeah, so really I have three complaints about Stylus um, at the end of the day. One is that because the syntax, while I, while I, I consider myself a primarily a JavaScript developer, uh, when I write CSS, I like writing CSS, and some of the syntax shifts make it hard to write CSS in that mindset. Two, the docs kind of suck. They don't explain a lot of stuff, and they have missing, missing examples, more or less. I think it's also three- fair to note that... Um- there are a lot less people who work on Stylus. Oh, yes. So that's, that's <laughs> why the docs aren't as robust as SAS docs. Uh, absolutely. The Stylus is, 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 you know, 9,000 stars on, on um, 
GitHub. So it's a much smaller library, much smaller community, which is actually my third thing, which is the community is really small. And so there are certain things that you expect tooling for sometimes. Like I use Stylent on my SaaS to kind of have a, you know, prettier type thing on my my um, my code. And prettier actually also works in SaaS. Nothing works on Stylus. There's just nothing there. Even if you use the old CSS um, syntax, um, because Stylus has some weird parsing things, none of the tools you use for your other stuff work out of the box with Stylus. Oh. Um, and so and the community one. hasn't created all these. Some things do do exist, but many do not. And so... Um, I kind of wanted to build, a, I wanted to have a style in for my stylus so that, you know, all the members of my team would have the same kind of code, but it doesn't exist. Right. And so, um, and that's kind of a bummer. And so that's my third kind of stylus is great, but, um, thing. Yeah. So I think that that was a pretty good overview. It's a preprocessor for CSS, which means that the code gets compiled before it's sent to the server. But I think it's actually not totally a preprocessor because you still have live code using node modules. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's totally a preprocessor. Well, so then how does live. the import work? Uh, it's The import one is done at build time, basically. So at build time, it resolves everything. Uh, so it doesn't work URL. per component. It doesn't like work per page. Um, so which build thing? They, I may, like I may have missed... Um, so what it does is that um, it's not per page. It's basically you have a require statement, and so it finds every require statement that's that's been included in, in a file. Oh and right, it builds right. a dependency tree, right, and then shuts okay, it, it, flattens I'm, it down. I'm thinking in React land. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 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 okay, that makes sense. Not, not dynamic imports. Um, <laughs> oh, I do that when we were talking about it earlier, but for some reason my mind just shifted right now. Okay, I get it. All right, so preprocessor builds everything before you send your user, your client, your code. Um, and you can see the output. There's a few different output features. So um, you can play with those. You can play with maps. Uh, there's lots of stuff if you want to try it. Oh, real it, quick. So oh. maps are not called maps and stylus are called hashes. Oh, um, there's source maps. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, there are source maps. But like, you know, in stylus, in SAS, there's a map, which yes. is basically a the data structure of, map. A data structure. It's different uh, than a source uh, map. Yeah, key value pairs of, of, of stuff. Um, in stylus are called hashes. Um, another comp sci term, more or less, but um, just important to know if you're not a comp sci person, you're like, where are my maps and stylus? They're called hashes. It's funny. So I wonder now, like, this is totally off topic, kind of not. <laughs> people, I think, used to, people who use SAS and a lot of CSS came from a design world, came from like the web design tech world. But yeah. now I think that we're seeing a lot of JavaScript first teachings in the web dev design world i'm wondering yeah. if people will be more comfortable now with something like stylus rather than something that's css based because they used to teach like html css javascript now i think it's like really focused on javascript also yeah. html css i think stylus now would be better received than it was back in 2013 more or less yeah um and i i would be curious to see if like they polish up the docs and then like big push um if it got traction Although I will say, like, at this point, you know, SAS is just so big that, you know, while it sucks that the file handling is just abysmal, um, you can get around it with a couple of things. 
or also maybe- it's not just SAS. Like people are now using post CSS a lot more. People are using right. CSS modules. People are using a lot of different systems integrated within um, frameworks. When right, you use exactly. a framework, so, it changes. I think the entire story. Yeah, I, I think honestly, if I'm if I'm looking at starting a, li- a, a new app now, I probably am just using post CSS with some light things. I don't actually need. I I want variables from through CSS. Um, really, all I want from a preprocessor now is mixins and functions uh, to help abstract out my st- my CSS to make it a bit more manageable. Um, most everything else, I. I don't really need any more, um, personally. Yeah. Uh, but I, um, I, I, I will say. I keep saying yes. I will say. I don't know why. Like, I, the I will word, say the phrase <laughs> of the, the night. <laughs> I will say. Um, I haven't really used mixins and functions since I've stopped writing CSS for other people. When I was mm. writing like CSS for other people to write CSS, like using design systems or other framework type things. Mixins and functions are awesome. They are super helpful. But since I've not been doing that as much lately, I've noticed that I don't even need post-CSS. I just have been writing CSS, as yeah. in like CSS with CSS modules. And yeah. I haven't really had any issues. The nesting can get kind of annoying. Like sometimes it's nice to have nesting. I'll have to rewrite the same <laughs> line every single time. But it hasn't been super necessary. I, I've kind of returned to CSS and, and like it. A lot. The only thing that SAS really made a difference with in the past was variables, but yeah. now we have CSS variables, and it's changed the entire game for me. Um, yeah. And I don't really see myself requiring SAS anymore. It's just kind of a nicety. Yeah, I, kind of the same way. Um, except I still I would still use post CSS because there are a couple things like I still most of my code is still not just from it's mostly for me, but I have a couple other team members, and so and yeah. Um, it's nice to have for me I, I like thinking in functions and so it's nice and nesting I'm I don't nest that much anymore but I do nest media queries and so that's the one thing where I absolutely hate not nesting and so that's well, where also, I also <laughs> like namespacing things you even have one namespace yeah it's nice to just visually yeah. see it all together um, yeah extending different fe- like features like uh, properties with like dash webkit dash safari whatever that you don't need to do as much anymore also. Like that's starting to phase out of browsers. But yeah. OCSS also has automatic updates yeah. on that. Um, so also I'll, it has yeah. SAS variable support for older browsers where it will convert things into standard variables. Although if you are so this, this is now a post CSS hot tip. Um, if you are using CSS variables, I would um, either recommend so if you if you use that post CSS plugin, which converts it back to variables, it makes them not live. It compiles them down. Um, so you can't use them in your JavaScript anymore. Um, so that's a gotcha if you try to use that um, backwards compatible plugin. But yeah, anyways. I also realized we're way over time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got in talking about CSS and you know how much we love that. Um, anyway, <laughs> I hope that you learned a ton about Stylus and other various preprocessors for CSS. Maybe try it out, especially if you are used to writing JavaScript and you like that syntax. This might be something that you really enjoy. Um, if you want to support the show, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter account is toolsday, T-O-O-L-S-D-A-Y. We have a Patreon account if you want to support us there it's patreon.com slash toolsday and um yeah i think that's really it we're now on the spec fm 
FM network. So we'll have our show notes on our site, toolsday.io, and also on spec.fm. That's spec.fm slash toolsday, I believe is the URL. Um, but if you can't find it, go to spec.fm. There's lots of other great podcasts on there too. Uh, that's, that's it for now. It's my quick wrap up. And we'll see you next <laughs> week. <laughs> In two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah, where where are we other week now? <laughs> I'll see you then. <laughs>